Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark from the Mark Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark Mark A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. I'm so excited to be here today. I have to tell you, I've been wanting to, ever since 218 yesterday, I've been wanting to talk about this because you're never going to believe what happened to me yesterday afternoon. You're never going to believe it. I left here. I went home. I had some lunch, hung out with my wife a little bit. Uh, I thought about working out, thought again. So just sitting on the couch. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my phone starts going boop, and I look down, and I got a text message from the President of the United States. Swear to God. Swear to God. I got a text message from President Trump, and uh, I don't want to tell you what it says because it's, you know, personal between me and him. Um, but it was really, it was really, you know, because it, it was usually I have to go to Twitter to find out what the president's up to. But now, uh, apparently, the president's just texting me directly, which is great. I texted back. Um, I haven't heard. I, I texted back. I sent him a. I sent him a gif that I liked. It was kind of. It was like an Obama gif that I that always cracks me up. But I haven't heard back yet. Um, anyway, it was enough. I, I just you know, for those of you that don't think that we don't have a direct line to the White House, think again, because we do. We get text messages from the President of the United States himself. Uh, what's up, everybody? This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thank you. Thank. <laughs> Wait a minute. Someone just texted me. They got one too. Oh wait, I'm getting now I'm getting a lot of t- apparently I wasn't the only one. It doesn't okay, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, uh, the the president's going to text multiple people. That's definitely that's for sure. Uh 3401045 is the number. By the way, something else that happened yesterday here um in Jacksonville which was it kind of it kind of an interesting story. Uh, yesterday in Jacksonville, Mayor Curry and a bunch of other people um opened up a time capsule. There was a time capsule, uh, apparently, that was left under the cornerstone of the, of the, uh, oh, thank you very much, of the old, uh, what do you call it, the, um, uh, was it the, uh, the time capsule was under the 1960 cornerstone of the old city hall building downtown. And what, what they, I guess they were taken away, they're tearing this building down, right, because, you know, we have a new city hall, and they're looking around, and, and the construction workers just stumble upon this metal box that was stuck behind the cornerstone, which to me, you think if you're going to leave, if you're going to leave a time capsule somewhere, aren't you going to let people know that it's there? You know, so that it doesn't, because this thing could have accidentally just been chucked out with the trash. This thing could have accidentally been tossed in a landfill and no one would ever have found it. But luckily, these construction workers were able to to pinpoint it while they were taking away the cornerstone. And yesterday, Mayor Curry and Councilman Bowman and a bunch of other people, they were down at City Hall and they uh, and they opened it up. And what did they find inside? 
old newspapers, which I think at this point in time is just a redundancy. We should just call them new. We can, I don't old newspapers. I think you should call them newspapers because really, you know, who are, I don't think they make them anymore. Uh, other city records. There were some, um, you know, some other items from the city. There were some. There was like an old pair of gloves that looked like there were some cigarettes. Someone put a pack of Pall Malls in there. I don't know if, you know, I, I don't know if they thought they'd still be fresh or not, but uh, the people were coming by and they were able to take photos and there were all sorts of historians and things on tap. And they were there to look through and, and kind of piece it together so that they could see what was going on in Jacksonville back in 1960. Now, again, I'm sure it's very interesting. I was looking at the photos and I was looking at some of these things and, you know, I'm sure it's sort of interesting. I didn't get a full grasp of everything that was in there, but it all just looked kind of you know, plain and dulled and not like a lot of creativity went into it. It almost looked to me like they were they, they threw this time capsule together. You know, like all of a sudden they're sitting there like, oh, man, uh, Mayor Burns was the, there was a letter Mayor Burns wrote to the city's future leader. And Mayor Curry uh, had the chance to read that on Wednesday. But it seemed to me like like someone came to him and was like, uh, Mayor Burns, you've got to um, you've got to get that time capsule done today because we're putting it behind the, the, the cornerstone. And then Mayor Burns was all like, oh, Smithers, I've totally forgotten. Uh, get some quick, get some old newspapers and a pack of pull moles and we'll throw them in there quickly like i that's what i pictured happened because it looked like you know that's exactly it they just grabbed some crap off their desk and shoved it in a metal box and then mayor burns was like oh you know what i'll do i'll write a letter to the city's future leader and uh i, I know that's that's not mayor burns that's mr burns but you know that's the only it's the only burns impression i know how to do uh so he and then he typed up a letter stuck it in an envelope and they were done you know, they washed their hands of it and they went away. Um, and then 60 years later, you know, out comes this uh, out comes this box and, and Mayor Curry opens it up and and reads what's going on. But, I, you know, I, I really feel like they could have done a little bit more. In fact, I feel like, you know what? And you could probably help with this. Leave me a, uh, an open mic message right now. Uh, the go to our mobile app, News 104.5 WOKV. Download the mobile app if you don't have it. Send me an open mic message. If we were today. Living in Jacksonville, Jacksonville in 19, wait, 19, 2018. <laughs> what the hell year am I in? Jacksonville in 2018. Let's say we're making a new time capsule. Let's say we're going to leave stuff for future generations to find. And we're going to let the future generations really know what it was like to live in Jacksonville in 2018. What should we put in there? And I'm not just talking about like a letter from the mayor or some old newspapers, whatever. Like what items could we go around the city and call? we may actually do this. We may actually do this because, again, you know, you can't trust time capsules to politicians because they're going to make it all about themselves. But what what items could we put into a time capsule and bury for 60 years and then 60 years in the future? Let's say it's 2018. Let's just call it 2020. So 60 years, let's call it 2080. All right. In 2080, somebody's going to stumble across this this time capsule and they're going to open it up and they're going to see what it was like to live in Jacksonville that long ago. You know, what are the pertinent items that we would need to include that really give you an idea of 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 what the city was like, of what daily life was like, of what the problems that are surrounding Jacksonville were, of what, uh, you know, solutions we'd come up with, of what the best parts of the city were, of what parts of the city still needed work. You know, what are things that that would really show people, hey, this is what it was like in Jacksonville in uh, in 2018? You know, what are some things you would leave behind? And then, of course, we would need to figure out a way to let people know, hey, there's a time capsule in this spot and you need to open it at this date 
Like, I don't know if we could, like, set it with Siri. Like, you know, hey, Siri, remind me in 60 years to open up that time capsule I buried. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's something we could do. Okay. Oh. I added open up the time capsule I buried to your reminders. Oh. Okay, never mind. She was able. <laughs> wow, I'll tell you, that's Siri. She can do. <laughs> she can do anything. Three four zero one zero four five. You can call me. Look, if you don't have the mobile app, or if you haven't downloaded it, or if you just can't figure it out, you can call me too. Three four zero one zero four five. We'll get to Kavanaugh here in just a minute. We're going to talk about what's going on with this report and the vote and the elections and the and the importance of everything that's happening in the next couple of days. But while the senators are locked in the bottom of the Senate reading this report, while Congress is in the basement of the Capitol building. Poking through these 302 files that the FBI has put together, call me, text me, leave me an open mic message and let me know what is the most pertinent item you can think of to put in a new time capsule that will let people in the future know what it's like to live in Jacksonville in 2018. 340-1045 is the number. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. That didn't seem as annoying until I heard it in my headphones. What's up? This is the Mark. Let me just let me fast forward a little bit. There we go. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me. We're talking about time and time capsules and the time capsule that was uncovered at the old courthouse and or the old city hall building rather and the one that's now uh, been opened by by uh, Mayor uh, Lenny Curry. There was a there was a letter inside from the former mayor saying, "Hey, what's up, future mayor?" Hope things are going well for you. And then there was a bunch of old newspapers and things. Anyway, uh, we're curious. If we were going to do like a really, you know, more interesting time capsule that wasn't just old papers and cigarettes and things that we found laying around the mayor's office five minutes before they needed to stick this thing in the side of the building, what kind of stuff do you think we should put in there? What would really demonstrate to future Jacksonville what present Jacksonville was like? You know what would be really funny if we really wanted to throw them off? We should just take all the old stuff we got out of the 60-year-old time capsule yesterday and put it in a new one. And then they would think, like, wow, it was just the same in 2018 as it was in 1960. <laughs> uh, 340-1045 is the number. Or you can leave me an open mic message. Let's go to uh, let's go to Scott. Uh, Scott, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today, Mark? Doing good, Scott. What, we, what should we put in this time capsule to let future Jacksonville know what uh, present Jacksonville is like? My suggestion would be a orange road uh, barrel. Oh, pfft. Bob's Barricades. Yeah, one of those orange. That's that's a great idea. That's exact. That's all. Really, that's all you need to do is put in, put one of those in, in there. They'll, they'll definitely understand life in 2018. That is that's that's what Jacksonville was like. Just one great big giant orange cone. Hey, uh, thanks so much for calling me. We appreciate. It. That's a good one. This is uh, David in Sandalwood. David, thanks so much for calling uh, the Marquee Show. What do you think we should put in there? Uh, let's put a. Uh six-pack Budweiser in the can, Uh, also a a container of Maxwell House coffee, Uh, a red uh, Firebird uh, T-shirt, Blake Bortles jersey, a Jaguar cap, Um, and instead of a pack of cigarettes, one of those personal vaporizers, you know, and and, um, and then... An unpaid uh, traffic ticket. That is. And all of it in an Amazon box. All of it. <laughs> that was very, that was very good. 
That was very good. I like I like the vape pen. Yeah, every time guy, every time I walk around the city, I see people vaping. I'm like, what is what is all that about? Hey, thank <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks so much for calling me. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, Diane in Jacksonville. Diane, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. What do we put in a time capsule to let people in the future know what it was like living in Jacksonville? Well, I was thinking of a couple of things. Yeah. The first thing, we need to get some pictures of UNF because I remember when they opened it up, it was just for juniors and senior uh, students only. And now we've graduated to master's and possibly doctoral programs, and we could be starting to be recognized how, with our education and how we have ex- expanded so much on that, especially since UNF is now on the top 25 in the nation in public schools. Do you work for, do you work for UNF, Diane? Oh, no. No, not at all. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. So, yeah. Sure sounds like you're in the marketing department. That's a great idea, too. Pictures of UNF. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Oh, or you know what else we could do? We could. I'll do you one better. Let's put a live Osprey in there. I mean, how great would that be? 80 years in the future or 60 years in the future, they open it up, there's a live Osprey? You know, I mean, actually, you know what? May not be live when they when they open it up. Uh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to uh, Doug. Doug, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Doug, you there? Doug's gone. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to John and Mandarin. John, how are you? Bad. How you doing, Mark? Hey, good man. What do you think we should put in there, John? Uh, how about a photograph of Corrine Brown without her wig, uh, with her inmate number under her face? Uh, <laughs> yeah, just throw in her mugshot. That's a great idea. Hey, th- thanks so much for the call. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045. We're putting together a time capsule of things that are pertinent to Jacksonville in 2018 so that the people in 2080, when they open this thing up, can really get a sense of what life was like for us. What one item would you throw in there? Three four zero one zero four five. It's the Marcasio. More of your phone calls coming up right after this on News one zero four point five WOKV. This is News one zero four point five WOKV. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. Three four zero one zero four five. We're going to hit Kavanaugh here in just a minute because there's some breaking news coming out about the. Uh, but get this: the Senate disagrees on the FBI report. What are the odds of that happening? 340-1045 is the number. Uh, first of all, let's, let's finish up our time capsule here for Jacksonville. They opened up a, a time capsule that was found behind the cornerstone of the old City Hall building. The uh, construction workers, they found it. They, they uncovered it while they were a big metal box. And, they, and uh, the mayor opened it up yesterday with councilmen. And when they went through it, they found a bunch of old papers. Really, like a bunch of old newspapers, a bunch of old documents, and, you know, just boring stuff. You know, they're only more boring than current newspapers and documents are old newspapers and documents. I remember the pack of cigarettes, some Pall Malls uh, from back in the day. And it, to me, it just looked like somebody grabbed stuff on their desk. I don't think they put a lot of thought into it. I think somebody said, hey, we should probably do a time capsule. And somebody else said, look, they're putting this thing, the cornerstone's going in in an hour. So they grabbed an old metal box. They threw a bunch of stuff in there. And um, and then that was it. And, and so we're wondering. Happy October, everyone. Welcome to the new Salem witch hunt. What is that's interesting. What is that? The Democratic Party. I don't know what that. I don't know no what that's evidence. Let's just ruin people. I don't know where that's coming from. Uh, anyway, that was that was kind of weird. We got the other ghosts in the machine. But anyway, so here's the deal. We want to know what would we put in the new time capsule. Three four zero one zero four five. Let's go to Mike. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you, Mike? Hey, Mark. Yeah, next to that Corinne Brown photo, a. Keep America Great 2020 bumper sticker. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Or a hat or something. Yeah, or a hat. Hey, was Chuck Schumer crying in, um, in the news uh, 
about uh, the FBI probe. It's not like he was crying again. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll, we'll play that for you here in just a minute. <laughs> we'll catch all the details on that. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Gail in Jacksonville, how are you? <laughs> I'll hold on. It's no big deal, but... Gail, you there? Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, Gail. What's up? Thanks for calling the Mark well, K Show. Well, I was listening, and I thought I'd try calling, and it took me forever. Just do give your area code for people that are driving from another area code. It would help, because I had to listen carefully so many times. And then, anyway, what I wanted to tell you was I was in charge of a time capsule in Fort Lauderdale for the Freedom Foundation. And we had a 4th of July picnic, and we charged the people a dollar to sign their name to this time capsule. We raised several thousand dollars, and then we buried it that afternoon. We had been collecting names and so forth, and people that wanted their name on it and any message they wanted to write. And so it turned out to be a good fundraiser for the organization. We sent students to Valley Forge to learn about American history. And I think we had a copy of the Constitution in there, which would be a good thing. Who knows when people open it up, if they'll know uh, about our Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I like, hey, long ago, there was this thing called the Constitution that we used to follow. Uh, this is what it looked like. That's a great idea. Hey, thanks so much for calling. And, we appreciate and, it. And I, I, I'd also say put in a Bible. That might be good because uh, it does say thou shalt not bear false witness. And maybe a book about Pinocchio. And when you tell a okay. lie, your nose. Gross. Right. No, I got it. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks so much for the call. We, we appreciate it. Uh, I don't know about the signing your name. That just seems kind of like I'd be really annoyed if I opened up a time capsule and was just a bunch of like random letters from people who gave a dollar. I just, you know, now if the money were in there, that'd be a totally different story. If they gave a dollar and you put it in the time capsule and buried it. And then 80 years later, somebody opens it up and there's a couple hundred dollars in there. I mean, although at that point, that's probably not enough to buy you. It's probably not even enough to buy you a taco. 340-1045 is our, wait, 104, yeah, 340-1045, area code 904 for those of you that are, that are not in the area like, like she was. Uh, let's put, let's get Josh on the phone here. Josh from Jacksonville. What do you think we should put in that time capsule? I think we need to put, uh, Hillary Clinton's missing email since we're never going to see him anyway. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> That'll give him an idea. You know, and, and, and people always say, like, let's put a recording of this or let's put photos of, you know, like, uh, we should put like a, an MP3 or whatever. But here's the thing. Technology is difficult because you don't even know what the technology is going to be like in, in 80 years. You don't know what it's going to be like when they open it up. Let's say you put in like a USB drive or a flash drive or something or even a computer. You know, what, wh who's to say that in 80 years they're going to be able to access that? You know, it'd be the equivalent of, of putting in like a VHS tape. How many people, you open it up, you go, look at this VHS tape. How the hell are we going to play this? Nobody has a VCR anymore. You have to roll down to like, you know, the Goodwill and see if there's a VCR on the shelf. Buy that and then watch the tape. So technology and technolo technological things are very difficult, I think, um, to put in there. Let's go to Bruce. Last one. Blue, uh, Bruce in Jacksonville. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'd like to put Bill Nelson in the time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I think that's I think that's the that's the best idea I've heard all day. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks so much for your call. That's one way to get rid of him, folks. But where's Bill Nelson? Oh, he's in the time capsule. All right, congratulations, Rick Scott. You're the new senator for the state of Florida. So there you go. All right, so <laughs> Bill Nelson looks like he just came out of a time capsule, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> uh, where were we? All right, let's talk Kavanaugh, lady. Let's go to Washington because Kavanaugh, uh, Judge Kavanaugh. Here's what we got going on. We got we got the FBI investigation. 
investigation. And uh, that's not what I wanted. I want something different here. We got to set the tone because the FBI investigated a limited investigation as approved by the White House, uh, by the White House. And it's, it's wrapped up this morning. The at like five thirty three, that's when the FBI gave their that's when the FBI gave all of their information to the Senate subcommittee, to the Congress, to everyone that needed it. The White House saw it, I think, late last night. Uh, and basically now they're all huddled together. And think about imagine this. You've got all of these Congress people huddled together in a in a little room in the bottom of the Capitol building. And they're all it's all cloak and dagger. You know, no one's allowed to see it in the public eye. No one can take it out of this room. They've all got to read the documents together in that room. And then they've got to come out and say what they what they think the documents say. So far, we've heard Chuck Grassley say there's nothing we didn't already know. We've heard Mitch McConnell come out and say these documents prove nothing. There's no allegations uh, against Brett Kavanaugh. Anything new or anything that corroborates the stories we've already heard. And now you've got Chuck Schumer coming out saying this is a horror. We've learned so much from these documents. There's we've got a this is horrible. This is I totally disagree with what Chuck Grassley has said. So you've got two different senators and you're two different sides looking at the same documents. And wouldn't you know it? They're both coming up with different conclusions. But it looks like this vote's going to go forth. This vote's going to go forth. There's going to be a vote for cloture. And then on Friday, they'll have their first vote. And then Saturday night, that's what at least uh, Jamie Dupree told me in an email I got from him earlier this morning, that Saturday night, it looks like the vote's going to go forward. And we'll see what happens if Kavanaugh can can get the support behind him after all that. Because, look, you've got you've got now Jeff Flake. You've got you've got uh, all these other, you know, moderate senators, both Democratic and and Republican. You've got Joe Manchin and everyone else. They've all said, look, we need more information. Well, now they're getting it. They're in there right now in the cockles of the Capitol. And they are getting the information that they claim they needed. They're getting the information that they claim they wanted. They're getting they're getting the information that they claimed was keeping them from supporting this nomination from going forward. And now, after the investigation that was granted to them by the White House, by the Senate Judiciary Committee, by everyone else, that the FBI has gone out and done these interviews, now that all of that has happened, hopefully they'll be able to throw their support behind this nominee. There's two things that are going to happen. Number one, Brett Kavanaugh will be confirmed. He will sit on the Supreme Court and you're going to have like a you're going to have a massive conservative majority on the court for decades to come. That, of course, is the big no-no that the Democrats don't want to happen at all. The second thing that could happen is that Brett Kavanaugh does not get confirmed. And if Brett Kavanaugh does not get confirmed, then Donald Trump has one of two courses of action. Number one, he can pick a new name from his list of 25 people. He can pick a new name, he can pick another justice, he can throw them up, and then he can wait until after the midterms to see what happens and see if this one gets through the process. See if this one gets vetted. See if this one is, is, a, is a judge that the Democrats can't even lie about. They can't even find anyone to make stuff up uh, about. You know, I guarantee that any name on that list is not going to be suitable for any kind of Democratic majority in the Senate. But the third thing, that, or the uh, second thing that Donald Trump can do is he can renominate. Brett Kavanaugh. And I know a lot of people are confused by that. Like, why would you, you know, uh, Lindsey Graham was saying this just the other day. Lindsey Graham said, if, if Brett Kavanaugh is, if he is not approved by the Senate, then you need to, then Donald Trump needs to renominate him, put him right back up there. And the reason, a lot of people go, why the hell would you do that? You know, he's not going to get through. And the reason for that is simple. Because if you put, if Judge Kavanaugh does not get approved, 
if he does not get pushed through, if he is, if his nomination does not get the majority of votes that it needs, and Donald Trump renominates him and forces uh, the committee to come back and revote on it, then what he's done is he made he has made the number one ballot measure going into the November midterm elections, Brett Kavanaugh and the Supreme Court. He has made it the number one issue on every single ballot across the country. Everybody who's going to the polls to vote for a senator, everybody who's going to the polls to vote for, uh, you know, any any one of these elections is going to be deciding whether or not they want Brett Kavanaugh on the court, whether or not they like the way this whole thing has been handled, whether or not they want women to, with uncorroborated claims to be able to decide the future of the United States of America. And I guarantee if Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court justice, is on the ballot, if that's the reason you're some people are going to go out and vote, you're going to get a lot more conservative support than you may have. It's a it's a risky yet potentially rewarding situation. It could really stir up the Republican base and get a lot of people out there to vote. And if the if the Senate can uh, if the uh, Demo- if Republicans can hold on to their to their majority in the Senate, should that happen, then that is a surefire sign that the people want Brett Kavanaugh. And I think it'll sway the vote uh, in the end. However, if they lose the Senate, then you know the guy's toast. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five. We got to take another quick break. We've got time for a couple more of your phone calls, and uh, and we'll get you the latest info on what's going on with the Senate, with Brett Kavanaugh, with this FBI report. That's all next on the Mark K Show on News one hundred four point five WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five. I'll tell you what, man. There's a secret meeting going on where all the Democrats are privately lead, uh, reading the FBI reports along with all the Republicans. Any senator that wants to see what's in these reports has to go down to the secret room in the uh, in the underbelly of the Capitol and read these reports. How long do you think it'll be until the Dems leak that uh, Kavanaugh thing? Huh? I mean, they're probably they're already starting to do it. They're already starting to do it. Diane Feinstein and uh, and Chuck Schumer are already making comments about it. Uh, Chuck Grassley said, hey, there's no hint of misconduct in the report. And then Schumer called out and said, I disagree. I disagree that there's no hint of misconduct in the reports. However, neither one of the sides are allowed to say what was in the report. So you're just going to have to take their word for it. Three, uh, shocking, by the way, that they would have contradictory statements on it, too. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Let's go to Pam in Palm Coast. Pam, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. What do you want to say? Hi, Mark. I find it amazing that Diane Feinstein just got on television and basically questioned the uh, FBI as part of their investigation and is diminishing the information they've given back and basically calling the FBI a liar and saying that on the premise that the president has tied this up and somehow hidden something in his FBI report. Yeah, I think uh, the big problem they have now is they're saying they want to see not only uh, Chuck Schumer said he not only wants the FBI reports made public, but he wants the directives that were given by the president and the White House public, too, so that everyone can see what they said. Uh, two of the biggest complaints you're hearing are that Kavanaugh was not in, interviewed again by the FBI. Neither was uh, Dr. Ford. And the reason is because they were interviewed for hours by the Senate. So why interview them again? That's a waste of everyone's time. Uh, hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Three, four, oh. 104.5. Let's go to Sandy in Jacksonville. Sandy, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say? Hi, I want to know why we can't just get rid of Kavanaugh, get another nominee, and use this as a teaching moment for boys and girls. How you're I, supposed to act, how you're supposed to not act. I mean, a teaching moment in what way? What are you trying to teach people? 
What are you trying to teach people? That if you accuse somebody, you don't have to have any proof and you can keep them off of the court? That uh, that anyone who doesn't like a way a person thinks or likes the the uh, the the power the party in power can just make up lies about them or or start rumors about them and, and take that power back? That's a horrible lesson. I would want <laughs> that's not if anything, the lesson that we should teach is hey, no matter what people make up about you, no matter what people say about you, no matter what they try to do to you, you should stand up for what you know is right, for what you believe is right, for what you know is true. And you should stand up and stick behind those people, uh, you know, until the end and yes you're going to have trolls that make stuff up about you and you're going to have trolls that try to steal your power and you're going to have trolls that try to sully your reputation you know it happens to me every day it happens to me every single day because i why because i have a radio show and a twitter account those that's the worst combination by the way that's the worst, if you don't want if you don't like getting trolled by people that's the worst combination but the fact of the matter is this is a teaching moment and the lesson isn't hey uh you can you know if you misbehave when you're young or if you get drunk too many times or if you throw ice at somebody uh your life is over that's not the lesson the lesson is hey all is forgiven and as long as you learn your lesson and you become uh, a, a, a member of society who contributes to the 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 welfare and the betterment of the United States of America you can go far and and no uncorroborated unsubstantiated BS that somebody throws at you just because they don't like the way you vote is going to stop it. That's the teachable moment. I am HO. Hey, Sandy, thanks so much for the call. Thanks for everyone uh, who called in today and left us an open mic message. We're going to follow this closely. And if uh, there's any new news, you'll get it right here. In fact, you're going to get some news in just a minute, followed by Rush Limbaugh next on News 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.